Welcome to the Digging In Podcast with the Missouri Farm Bureau. I'm Janet Adkison here with you, and we are joined this week by Mr. Scott Stone. He is with Centralia High School. And Scott, thanks for sitting down with us this week. Thanks very much for having me. And happy Teacher Appreciation Week. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) So we wanted to give a shout out to our educators since we all have graced through many a classroom throughout the years and uh, teachers have seen a number of our faces grace through those classrooms. Sometimes they were happy to see us go. Sometimes they were happy to welcome us. Uh, (laughs) Probably earned it either way. (laughs) Yes, that is very true. (laughs) So Scott, uh, give us a little background on yourself first of all, if you would. Okay. I have been teaching high school agricultural sciences for the past 25 years. Uh, All my education years have been at Centralia High School, so I've been at the same school, which is very unique for a lot of teachers. We see a lot of teachers kind of switch school districts, but I've been at the same one uh, my entire time. Where's your background? Where are you from? So I grew up on a dairy farm in Pennsylvania. Oh my goodness. Uh, Yes. So I'm I'm quite a bit away from home. Yeah. Uh, Was on the dairy farm and I was kind of searching for what I wanted to do with my life. I loved working with youth. Um, 4-H was a big part of my past in FFA. So I loved working with youth, but I also loved agriculture. So I wanted a career where I could kind of combine both on a daily basis. And that's how I landed in agriculture education, because every day I get to work with with teens, but I also get to teach them about agriculture, which is very near and dear to my heart. Now, I have made the drive between Pennsylvania and Missouri. That is not a close shot. So how did you end up in the show me state? It is not a close shot. Uh, It's kind of funny. Growing up, I always wanted to be a cowboy Uh and move out west. Wanted to ride horses and chase cows. And I made it as far as Missouri. (laughs) You made it past the Mississippi. That's exactly right. And for Pennsylvania, this is out west. (laughs) Well, I can understand that. And we do have plenty of cows to share. And so you can get some uh, cattle time in your in your daily fun if you want to, I suppose. So you have been teaching at Centralia, Missouri, 25 years, you say. That is a good time period that you've seen a lot of changes in the education system. I have seen a lot of changes. I was telling someone just the other day, when I started teaching at Centralia, about 75% of my students lived on a full-time farm. Mm -hmm. Now it's less than 10%. So I have kind of changed the way I educate students. Before it was a lot about different production methods and practices that we use. Now it's a lot of educating them about the agriculture industry, why it's important, why we do the things we do, and how we do the things we do to protect not only our plants, but our soil and our atmosphere and the environment to make sure that we're doing everything we can to provide a safe, wholesome food supply for the world. And you've also seen a lot of changes within the agriculture program itself with a lot of different opportunities kind of brought to the table. I have. Um, It's funny, whenever I said the FFA creed as an FFA member, it was a little bit different than Mm -hmm. what the students say now. So we've we've evolved to become a lot more encompassing to make sure that we're including everyone in this this space so that everyone feels welcome and has a place. Um, There are a whole lot more contests than their career development events than there used to be. Um, kind of old school. I call them contests uh-huh. from time to time. But um, we have a lot of opportunities for students that weren't available for then. One of my favorite ones, the newest contest we have is Ag Issues Forum. And I love to train that contest because it allows our students to see real world issues. So we've changed there. Um, also, we see a lot of women taking leadership roles within our organization, which is very, very good. 
Um, we're seeing a, a huge swing in the agriculture industry where more women are farm owners and owners of businesses. And that's very exciting for the opportunities it provides for our students as an industry. What is, um, I mean, I know you've had a lot of students who've uh, graced the hallways through the years, but give me kind of an example, if you would, a couple examples even, of some of the unique experiences that they had that really opened up some doors for them down the road. One of my success stories at Centralia is the Stanton Brothers. Uh-huh. They have Stanton Brothers eggs, and that started as a supervised agriculture experience project in high school, which is the work-based learning that all of our students were required to have. And they took that and turned it into a, a full-fledged business where they work daily now. I have another student, his name was Sam Sudbrock, and his passion in high school was the greenhouse, and he now runs a greenhouse full-time. So it's very unique to see those students find their passion and turn it into a career in something that they love and enjoy doing on a daily basis. You mentioned the Stanton Brothers, and that's also become a family business, so the parents have gotten involved in that as well. They sure have, and the other thing that's unique is I now have students who, when they're searching for an SAE, go to work for the Stantons, so it's kind of they're giving back to the community um, that gave them. That's that's kind of a big point of pride for you as a teacher that, to see these kids kind of get out there and really excel, isn't it? It is. Uh, a goal for every teacher, whether we teach math, science, or ag, is to see our students become the best person that they can become. Mm-hmm. So it's really fun to watch them grow and develop and turn into productive members of society. So I, I can go back to my participation in the FFA around the same time that you were. And, you know, we had speaking contests. We had livestock judging, dairy equine judging, so on and so forth. Uh, at the time of livestock judging, the reasons are the part I hated the word most, you know. <laughs> Don't make me give a set of reasons. However, however, you know, you live, you learn. Uh, I went to college and I had the chance to participate on the livestock judging team at Missouri State back then, of course, SMS. And that was, of course, a wonderful experience in and of itself as well, too. And then I think about my career in communications and how sometimes you got to be able to think on your feet. And that I go back to that time of having to give reasons. And, you know, you're on the fly. It's an extemporaneous experience uh, that kind of comes in handy sometimes. It does. And I feel like anytime we can challenge students to expand their comfort zone, to try something new, to try something different, it's very, very helpful for them. Um, And it will help them later in life. And many times they don't realize how it's going to help them. I talked about ag issues. I had a student this year who he said, Mr. Stone, I want to be on ag issues. And I was frankly quite nervous because Mm -hmm. this young man um, gets very nervous and very quiet when he's in a large group. And I said, are you sure this is one you do want to do? And he said, yes, I want to do it. And it was amazing to watch him flourish, um, to watch him kind of expand his area and of expertise. When we started, he didn't want to answer questions. And then by the end, he was very comfortable answering questions. So it's neat how these soft skills that we teach our students, regardless of what career they choose, they're going to be able to use and it's going to help them um, not only as their career, but also in their personal lives. I, I think that's a, a good example right there. You probably can't shut him up sometimes now. That's Last <laughs> night we, we were driving home on the bus and I said, I'm not sure what kind of monster we created here. <laughs> 
it'll be a good one. It'll be a good one. Just don't expect to take a nap around him, I'm sure. <laughs> That's exactly right. Now, as we look at Teacher Appreciation Week, you know, uh, we give you a shout out as one of the educators here on the Show Me State. But there are opportunities available for us to maybe give a little shout out to some of our teachers through the years, but also for those educators that are in the classroom right now. Uh, I did a little online searching, and did you know that there are some bargains out there for teachers during Teacher Appreciation Week? I have seen that. Uh, I did see one where McDonald's is going to give free teachers free drinks this week. Well, there you go. The one that I came across, because, and I think it fits, especially here for Missouri, because every town has a Sonic, there is a Sonic, uh, a little gift for teachers through Sonic as well, too. So, of course, you got to go through and you got to sign up for that kind of stuff. And I, I didn't dig in to memorize all that, but just FYI, do a little online search for Teacher Appreciation Week 2023, and there's some lists that'll pop up and give you some ideas. So, uh, you need to add that to your, your menu here for the weekend. I will do that. <laughs> One of the things you said, you know, we need to send a shout out to all the teachers across the state. One of the things that I think is very important to realize is whether it's ag or education in general, we have a huge teacher shortage. Mm -hmm. Um, We need teachers in every area, especially in rural Missouri. And I'm also seeing this across the country as we we need teachers. And I would highly encourage someone if you feel like this is an area where you could use your skills and expertise, we would love to have you. Um, you're never going to know until you try it. And as tough as some days are, the students are very forgiving. And I, as I always tell people, if I don't educate them, who's going to? Mm-hmm. So we need people to consider this as a career. Where is the first step? I mean, you've got to go to college. You've got to get your teacher certification. But what else do you think folks should kind of uh, um add to their resume as they're going through the process? Well, one of the things that's really kind of different now in Missouri, and especially in FFA, we have Missouri Farmers Care, Mm -hmm. who has the Ag Ed on the Move program. So I've started a lot of students in that end of things, and where they can go into classrooms and do small lessons and teach the students to kind of figure out whether they like it or not. I think that's a big one, is to get experience in front of people, just to see if you enjoy it or if you don't. And if you don't, then, you know, There's other opportunities where you can get involved. But if you enjoy that, I think you go to the next step and then you start to do some shadowing of teachers and to see, you know, where your talents lie. Not everybody's going to be an ag teacher. We need teachers all the way from pre-K, you know, through the college level. That's right. And of course, some teachers, I had the chance, believe it or not, I did some substitute teaching after I got out of college. And I substitute taught for a classmate of mine who was the kindergarten teacher back home. And I had three days. (laughs) <laughs> oh, my goodness. They earn every dollar. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not sure I could be a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> the kids are absolutely great. But, you know, the the friends that I have that have gone into the education realm, you know, some of them love the high school. Some of them love the elementary. Some of them love the, the teenagers. They're in the middle, middle school area. So, you know, there is definitely a fit and you can kind of click with the right class. My mom was the art teacher when I was growing up. My brother was the troublemaker, and you can quote me on that. But uh, I was the good kid, but I'm the one that she went through school with. So she was the elementary art teacher. She was the middle school and then the high school art teacher as I was going through school. And it was nice to have that uh, mom right there. I forgot my lunch money, you know, that sort of thing. But also I earned a, another level of respect for what the teachers go through and the challenges that they face and understanding that, you know, they've got a number of folks who think that they're uh, maybe – 
in charge of the teacher's classroom, that the teachers are learning from every day that they go through, learning from the kids, learning from uh, some of the different programs they have. So what a wonderful experience it was for me. But I also know it was a career that was very rewarding for my mom as well, too. Yes, it's every day is a new learning opportunity for teachers, um, especially in the ag industry. Yeah. You know, there's so much changing. Whenever I started teaching, we never talked about tractors driving themselves, yeah. but now they do. And it's something that we have to add to our curriculum if we're going to prepare our students. So like you said, every day is a new opportunity to learn. And it's fun because I have students sometimes who come from a large farm and they have you know, tractors that drive themselves. So they become the teacher for the day and they help us all learn. And anytime we can build those skills, we're able to provide more opportunities for students. You mentioned the driving, the self-driving tractors. Drones have become a big part of the ag industry as well, too. Have you guys tinkered in that world yet? Well, we actually in Centralia have one of the premier drone operators, um, Taylor Moreland. Uh Uh-huh. And Taylor has come in and helped our students with some of the drone work and and talked about it and explained some things. We were fortunate enough this year to get a drone that our students are able to kind of, I say, play around with. But that's the best way to learn how sometimes. And they can use it to kind of scout and look at different things and see different perspectives. You know, it's funny because I have a student who before was really into drones and was kind of before their time. And now he's in California and he makes movies and he operates the drone um, to record the different footage that they need. And he was a great student in ag, but that was his passion and that's what he followed. Well, the the flip side of that is, is that he had the ag program. Now he's in California, which, of course, is the number one ag state in the country. But also taking that rural background and taking it to an area that could probably use it a lot. I'm sure he educates a lot of folks about a lot of different topics. <laughs> Small town boy done good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Well, any last words that you'd like to share with folks? I just want to say teachers are very special to my heart because I am one mm-hmm. and I see a lot of great teachers every day. And I know we celebrate them during Teacher Appreciation Week, but I just want to send a shout out to all the teachers, regardless of what they teach. Um The impact that they make each and every day on students' lives, helping them to navigate the challenges in their life, but also to further their education so that they can become their greatest person possible is such a special calling in life. Have you ever received an apple? I have never gotten an apple from a student. (laughs) Usually it seems like that's more for the elementary teachers. They get the apples that the kids bring in, but... Elementary teachers tend to get most of the gifts. We get most of the pranks. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that here whenever we turn the microphone off. I want to hear those stories. Well, thank you very much, Scott, for taking the time to sit down with us again. Happy teacher appreciation to you and all the educators that are out there working to uh, help raise the next generation and educate the next generation of young people that are going to be leading the rest of us here down the road as well. Again, talking with Scott Stone. He is the Ag Advisor at Centralia High School, joining us for this week's Digging In podcast with the Missouri Farm Bureau.